I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check It Inside. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you to yet another glorious podcast. And I believe that God is going to bless you through his word and by his spirit. But before we go on, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we worship you. We exalt you. We adore you. Lord, we thank you because the entrance of your word brings light and understanding. And as we hear your word, we know that your word will transform our lives. For this we are grateful. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, when we say that God is not a man, sometimes people don't really understand it. But the truth is, God is not a man. Sometimes while we're trying to figure out who God is, what he's like, his character, his personality, his being. The best we have you now available to us is human beings. So we try to use human beings to compare with God, to relate with God. Hallelujah. But the Bible says God is not a man. Hallelujah. In that very, very popular scripture in the book of Numbers, chapter 23 and verse 19, says God is not a man that he should lie neither is he the son of man that he should repent has he said it and will he not do it has he promised and will he not make it good when God says something he has the ability to make it come to pass hallelujah glory to God he has the ability to make it come to pass that's one thing that we must understand See, when we relate with God, many times we, we, we think of how maybe somebody has failed us in the past and so we want to relate with God in that way. But God is not a man and he never fails. Hallelujah. And if you want to know the character of God, then you go to his word because his word is the definition of his character. His word tells you the kind of person that he is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Which means for those that diligently seek him, he rewards them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is a rewarder. He's a rewarder. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. He is not like human beings. You know, many times there are people who maybe they've, they've served somebody. They've done certain things for, they've been loyal, they've been faithful. But at the end of the day, these people end up betraying them. Hallelujah. Not God. The Bible says he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. He's a rewarder. Hallelujah. So definitely you will not lose your reward in your service to God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. You know, there's one very popular scripture in the book of Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. It says, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we will reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. In due season, we will definitely reap if we don't faint. You know, we live in a world where good work is scarcely rewarded. People, you know, people uh, go commit crime, for example. Those who do fraudulent things and become wealthy and the world celebrates them. Hallelujah. And then those who do good are sit where they don't see anything. So sometimes people think uh, it's, it's a waste being honest. It's not good being honest. No, it's never a waste. We must understand that life is beyond this world. Hallelujah. Life is beyond this world. And there definitely will be a reward for your good works. Hallelujah. Glory to God. One day the disciples of Jesus said to him, said, Master, we have left everything to follow you. We've left everything to follow you. What is our reward? What do we get from following you? What do we get from all these things that, you know, we've sacrificed, we've, we've left our families behind, we've left our jobs, we've left so many things just to follow you. What do we get? And Jesus said, anyone that made any sacrifice, you left your families, you left houses, you left lands, whatever you left to follow me, you will get a hundredfold reward. You will get your reward. And of course, you'll get eternal life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you'll be rewarded in this world and in the world to come. Hallelujah. You definitely will be rewarded. Hallelujah. And you know, when you know this, it should be a driving force. Every day that you have that God has blessed you with on this earth is an opportunity to sow seeds that you will harvest later. Hallelujah. Sow seeds that you will harvest later. Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Good works are important. They are important. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some people don't know it, but good works are important. It's important to do good. Do good works. Hallelujah. These are seeds that you are sowing that you will reap. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says, whatsoever a man sows, that will he reap. If you reap, if you sow seeds of good work, you will reap a harvest. Hallelujah. You will reap a harvest of blessings. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. 
maybe you you helped somebody who was in need and you know when you did it sometimes do you know the person that you helped may not even appreciate your help there are times that that you help somebody and then the person goes around and begins to slander your name begins to say things about you you know when you get to hear such things you will be tempted to regret and say if i had known I wouldn't have helped that person. But that is not right. That's not right. When you are helping somebody, when you're being a blessing to that person, don't do it because you expect the person to reciprocate. Don't do it for that. Do it because you are doing it for the sake of God. Hallelujah. Do it because you are doing it for God. Remember what Jesus said. You know, it was a parable that he was he was was given, and he said, uh, "I was hungry, and you didn't give me food. I was naked, you didn't clothe me. I was in prison, and you didn't visit me." And then they said, "Oh, when were you hungry, and we didn't feed you? When were you naked, and we didn't clothe you? When were you in prison, and we didn't visit you?" Jesus said, "Any time you didn't do it for these ones, my brethren, it was me." That you didn't do it for. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So really when you are doing something good for your brother, for your sister, is not about them. In your mind, you are doing it for Jesus. You are doing it for the Lord. Hallelujah. So sometimes these same people that you did good for, they may turn around and say things about you or do things to you and all that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sometimes the mistakes that we the mistake that we make is that when we do something for somebody, we are expecting that person to do good for us too. And guess what? If that is your expectation, then you've already gotten your reward. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When you are doing good, when you are being a blessing to someone, your mindset should always be that. You are doing it unto the Lord. So whether the person appreciates you or not. So oh, she can't even say thank you. He can't even say thank you. Look at this. It doesn't really matter. God led you to be a blessing to that person. So you did it. Hallelujah. In your mind, you are doing it for the sake of God. Whether they appreciate it or not. Whether they are thankful or not. You are doing it unto the Lord. Who is surely going to reward you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's surely going to reward you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to read a scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I'll read from verse 57 to 58. Hallelujah. It says, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be a steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He says, be steadfast and don't be moved. Don't be distracted. 
don't get to the point where you say oh no i'm not blessing anyone anymore i'm not gonna do good to anybody anymore no 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 don't get to that point because he says he wants you to know this he wants you to be aware the word there is idle be aware for as much as you are aware that your labor is not in vain in the lord what does that mean it means god will surely reward you hallelujah so he says always abounding in the work of the lord some people when you talk of the work of the lord they think it's just preaching no the work of the lord is beyond preaching hallelujah it's beyond preaching when you are doing good to your brother to your sister that is the work of the lord hallelujah that is the work of the lord when you are blessing somebody it's the work of the lord hallelujah anything that you do with the heart of love towards your brother or your sister to draw them to god that's the work of the lord hallelujah whatever it is that you do with a heart of love to draw people to god that's the work of the love lord sometimes it might just be a kind smile hallelujah it might just be a kind smile it might just be a kind word that you say to someone to lift the person's day hallelujah it might just be a gift that you give to someone to help that person that is in need somehow somewhere like something that you do hallelujah to lift somebody's spirit up to draw the person closer to god remember that scripture jesus said in matthew chapter 5 he says let your light shine that they may see what your good works and when they see your good works they will glorify your heavenly father when they see your good works hallelujah here is somebody okay we had a lady in church of course the the checky church on the online church and she called in to share her testimony to talk about what god had done for her how god uh, she was she was uh, owing for the rent and she had many bills to pay and then she was behind and then you know there was trouble she was almost being kicked out of the house and then god miraculously provided part of the money hallelujah and she was sharing her testimony and thanking god for what he had done and it was remaining about 600 dollars or so and i wanted to pay that money actually i wanted to pay it off but the lord said no don't do it ask people call for people to give this money raise this money hallelujah and in obedience to the lord i said okay i want seven people who will be willing to give a hundred dollars each for us to clear these bills and many more people responded and we realized over two thousand dollars hallelujah glory to god and then this money was given to her praise god now god spoke to the hearts of everyone that gave he spoke to their hearts and they gave he spoke to their hearts that's the good work we're talking about now what happened she came back on was thanking god she just kept thanking god and thanking god now what happened there the good works of all those that give ended up bringing glory to god because she understands that it could only have been god that would touch the hearts of people to be able to give like that 
Hallelujah. And then later she went on to tell us how that the money she had to use the money. First she removed the tithe and paid the tithe. And guess what? This is the beautiful part of it. God is amazing. God is amazing. And I'll tell you what. She received about $2,660. And the first thing she did was she removed the tithe, which is $266, and paid. After paying the tithe, then she paid the rent, and then she had a lot of other bills to clear, which she, she did. Hallelujah. And then she came on again and was testifying. While she was testifying, first of all, God now told me, you see why I told you to ask them to give. If you had taken that responsibility to give a loan, you would have just given the $700 that she needed. That's what you would have given. You definitely wouldn't have given her $2,000. But she needed more than that. I knew that part that you didn't know. That's why I asked you to raise the money. And they brought that money and gave. Then he went on to tell me, she has one bill left that has not been paid. Now it's easy to think that that money would have been more than enough to clear everything. But she has one more bill. Hallelujah. And guess what? When I asked her, she confirmed that there was one more bill to be cleared. And that was about $300. Now look at it. She gave the tithe. She received that money and she took $266 to pay for the tithe. Now, if she had said, no, let me not pay the tithe. After all, I still have one more bill left. She would have used the $266 to pay. And it would have been about, say, for $34 remaining. To make it 300 for the phone bill she had left hallelujah so she would have needed she would have still needed some more money even if she kept the tithe and didn't pay but because she paid the tithe god spoke to me again and said there's one more bill left now this time i want you to be the one to pay that bill hallelujah and then i took 300 dollars and sent it back to her when she confirmed that indeed there was one more bill. Glory to God. This is how God functions. He says, don't be weary in well-doing. The, the whole thing here is just good works, good works, good works. Firstly, God blessed her and gave her money for her to pay part of the rent. She came and was testifying. Good works. And in the process of testifying, the Spirit of God spoke to me. To raise money, which I did. Good works. The people that gave good works. Hallelujah. Now her testimony, which was a good work, brought results for her. Which was people giving. Hallelujah. And then everyone that gave, no matter how small, everyone that contributed, that gave towards it, they also have their reward. Hallelujah. And then she paid her tithe. She came back to thank God and God did more for her. Hallelujah. Why am I saying this? God is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. There are some times you might be doing something nobody sees, but God sees. Hallelujah. God sees. You may be secretly, you are blessing people, you are giving. 
nobody knows it doesn't matter the bible says the one who sees you in secret will reward you openly glory to god he will reward you openly that's how god is you know many times you see a man or a woman of god out there who god is using to do mighty things and you might be tempted to think that this thing just came by the switching of you no know, or pressing of a button or something like that no there are things that were done in the secret place there were things that were done behind the scenes hallelujah before god rewarded them in public glory to god you know the story of that young man called david david was a shepherd boy taking care of his father's sheep now he was diligent he was faithful he was committed to his work as a shepherd boy even though nobody else was seeing him hallelujah while he was taking care of the sheep he was learning to play the harp and he was playing the harp he was learning a skill he was learning a skill nobody was there when he was learning that skill nobody was there when he was putting the effort little did he know that it will land him in the palace someday hallelujah it will land him in the palace someday and then one day he, while he was taking care of the sheep a lion came and took one of the lambs the bible says david charged after the lion he killed the lion and saved the lamb from his mouth nobody saw when that happened it was in the secret place but he was preparing for a great future and then the same thing happened with the bear and he killed the bear and rescued the lamb hallelujah glory to jesus all that he was doing he was in a secret place nobody was there but the god who is the rewarder created the same opportunity for him this time around it was public this time around people were there hallelujah and then he used the same strategy which he had always used which was dependence on the name of the lord goliath he said to goliath you come to me with a shield and a spear and a sword but i come to you in the name of the lord of the armies of israel whom you have defied this day hallelujah he was armed with the name of the lord hallelujah this was something that he had been using before hallelujah is something he has been using before i believe that he is the one that taught solomon that scripture that solomon he wrote in proverbs the name of the lord is a strong tower the righteous run into it and they are saved david knew it and he had used the name he was equipped with the name he was armed with the name so when he was going to face Saul the bible says that he told Goliath when he was going to face Goliath rather he told him say i will cut off your head and i'll feed it to the bird that all men may know that there is a god in Israel and when he said this the bible says there was no sword in his hand hey there was no sword in his hand the bible didn't say he didn't have a sword he said there was no sword in his hand but he had it in his heart the word of god hallelujah the name of the lord hallelujah what did the bible say he said the sword of the spirit is the word of god 
And David was armed with that. Hallelujah. And as you know it, eventually he indeed cut the head of Goliath off. And Israel got a great victory. Now the display of David in the public in defeating Goliath was as a result of things he did in the private where nobody was there. Hallelujah. I like what I call alone times. The times when you are by yourself. Hallelujah. Those are great times because there are these are times where you can educate your spirit. You can train your spirit. You can train your spirit. Hallelujah. You can. You must not forget that man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. Hallelujah. The Bible says, though our outward man perish, the inward man is renewed day by day. So he talked about the outward man and the inward man. So who is the outward man or what is the outward man? The outward man is the body, the human body and its senses, like the five senses, for example, because that's what the human body uses to relate with this world. Hallelujah. If a man's five senses are not working, he is as good as dead. He doesn't feel, he doesn't smell, he doesn't see, he doesn't hear, he can't taste. He's as good as dead. Hallelujah. He'll be deaf, he's not going to hear sounds. He'll be blind, he's not going to be seeing light or seeing anything. So that's already, he's quiet and he's dark and then he can't feel anything. So even if somebody's stabbing him, he won't even know. So as good as dead. So the five senses are important if you're going to function in this world. Hallelujah. But guess what? The inward man is the spirit of man and his soul. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The soul contains the will, the emotions, the mind. The will, the emotions, the mind. That's contained in the soul. Hallelujah. But guess what? Just as the body has its senses, the spirit also has its senses. But the day when in the beginning, when God created Adam, his spiritual senses were alive. So he could relate with God because his spiritual senses were alive. That's why the Bible says the spirit of God will come and walk with Adam in the cool of the evening. Adam could walk with God. He could sense God because his spiritual senses were alive. But after he ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he died. What happened? The light of God came out of him. His spirit died. So he couldn't relate with God like that anymore. So from that moment, if God had to relate with man, he had to relate with the five senses. He had to relate with the senses because he, they were spiritually dead beings. But then God came up with a plan of salvation. Hallelujah. And he sent his son Jesus Christ to die. And Jesus said, except a man is born again, he shall not see the kingdom of God. Why? Because his spiritual eyes are closed. He cannot see. But the moment he is born again, 
that spiritual birth his spirit is awakened to the fatherhood of god he is born again from that mean from that moment his spiritual senses come alive but then now you have to practice the use of your spiritual senses practice the use of your spiritual senses you have to practice it for example how did i hear from god to pay to 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 ask people to raise the money that was a very big miracle because ordinarily i would have just given the money but god said no raise the money i didn't know why he said i should raise the money ask people to give but i heard him how could i hear because my senses have been trained to hear hallelujah my senses have been trained to hear and the truth is that god wants all his children to be able to relate with him hallelujah glory to god by the time you begin to walk on this thing in the private god will reward you openly glory to jesus he will reward you openly as you begin to walk on these things how how do you build how do you build your spirit man how do you build your spiritual senses to be attentive to be alert how the bible says we walk by faith and not by sight you start by believing the word of god hallelujah you start by believing the word of god and i've said it time and time again one of the best definitions of the word faith is god said it i believe it that settles it hallelujah so beginning you have to fill your heart with the word of god because the bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god hallelujah so as you fill your heart with the word of god whatever god's word says you believe it even though it may not appeal to your senses it doesn't have to appeal to your senses the bible says the carnal mind is enmity with god it cannot understand the things of god so you don't bother hallelujah you don't bother god said it i believe it and that's it so as you begin to function like that human beings may think you are crazy sometimes when you're walking by faith but eventually you you can you can argue as a man of god once said you can argue with the process but you can never argue the result you can argue you can fight and say oh the process is yeah but when the result comes you can't argue with it it's either it happened or it didn't happen we've had people who maybe they are they're seeking their body one pain or the other there was cancer or there was a growth or one thing or the other and then we prayed for them and after the prayer instantly they checked for that growth the growth was no more i mean these are things that cannot be explained medically can be explained medically it is just god purely god god is real hallelujah he is real so whatever it is that we're doing every form of good work whether you are blessing your brother your sister in giving in in kindness in show of love whatever it is that you are doing to be a blessing those good works god will surely reward you hallelujah and of course when you make investments in your personality when you sow seeds of the word in your heart you will surely be rewarded hallelujah that's our scripture we read earlier your labor of love 
will not be in vain. Glory to God. It will never be in vain. God will surely reward you. He will surely reward you. Glory to God. And I've said it before that God knows how to balance the scales. He knows how to balance the scales. There are some people, maybe they were praying for something, praying for something, particular thing, until maybe they, they died not getting that thing they were praying for. God knows how to balance the scales. He knows how to make it up for you when you get to heaven. And you will be glad, you will be happy. And that is why, see, we must not let the thing that we are going through or our current situation or circumstance, we must not let those things distract us from our relationship with God. Hallelujah. Because if you are distracted and you break that fellowship and eventually you get to hell, you gain nothing. You gain nothing. That's why Jesus said, what shall he profit a man if he should gain the whole world but lose his soul? Hallelujah. If he should gain the whole world and lose his soul, what does he gain? Nothing. Hallelujah. So keep serving God. Some people, maybe because they've been praying for something for a while and that thing has not come, they reduce their service in the house of God. Now they don't want to go to church like that as they used to go anymore until I get married. I'm not going to be going to church like this anymore until I get my baby. I'm not going to know. Continue doing those good works. Continue doing those good works. God is a rewarder and he knows how to reward you. And he will reward you right here on earth. But even if it doesn't happen here on earth, he knows how to balance the scales when you get to heaven. And you will be happy. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So from today, the Spirit of God will lead you. He will speak to you. He will tell you what to do. Hallelujah. Even in the house of God, for example, the church of Jesus Christ. Every time you are giving, that's good work. Hallelujah. It's good work. Because if there's no giving in the house of God, churches will be forced to close. Because the money is what the church will run, you know, run with, to function with. Hallelujah. I heard some time ago that during the, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic that, that happened, over 17,000 churches were closed. It broke my heart when I heard it. And I could see why it, such things can easily happen. Because human beings, for example, during these lockdowns and then people were not going to church because there was lockdown. Guess what? Most people, it's not going to call to them that they should still give an offering. It's not going to call to them that they should still pay their tithe. And guess what? Most governments don't give incentives to churches. They don't. They don't think churches are important. So they don't give incentives to churches. So when a pastor, for example, is not able to pay the bills for the church anymore because, oh, due to pan the pandemic that happened, because of that, he himself, you know, is struggling to make ends meet for his family, then to carry the burden of the church also. That's why some people just give up. They can't, they can't cope. Hallelujah. But God can speak to somebody and say, don't let that church close. Support that church. Finance that church. 
don't let that church close. He can speak to somebody. He can speak to somebody. And when you do it, you may not know what you have done. There are some seeds, and I've said this before. There are some seeds that you sow. It's your grandchildren that will reap the harvest of it. Your grandchildren will reap the harvest of it. God will save one of your grandchildren because of what you did. Hallelujah. There was a man, and I've told the story before, how that he wasn't living right for God and eventually went to hell. And when Jesus reached out, sent an angel, brought him out of hell. And Jesus said to him, I'm doing this because of your mother's prayer. Because of your mother's prayer. Not even because of him. I'm sure when the mother was praying, maybe she didn't even know the intensity of her prayer. She didn't know the magnitude of her prayer. What her prayer would do. She probably didn't know that night while she knelt down and was praying for her dear son. She probably didn't know that that prayer would actually save his life from hell. Hallelujah. So let us not be weary in doing good. As the Bible says, in due season, you will reap if you don't faint. Hallelujah. Keep being nice. Keep being the wonderful person that you are. Keep being the loving person that you are. In due season, God is going to reward you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He sure will reward you because he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm sure you've learned something. Don't give up in doing good. In due season, you will reap because God is a rewarder. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your children. Thank you for your word that you have brought to their hearts. Reminding them that indeed you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you. Lord, your word says in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 13, It is God that worketh in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Lord, we ask that you fulfill your ministry in our lives. Keep prompting us to do the right things that we ought to do. Hallelujah. Knowing that we will no way, in no wise lose our rewards. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I know you have learned something. I know you've received something. I know you have been encouraged to continue being good, being nice. Keep doing it. As you do it, do it as unto the Lord. Hallelujah. So we've come to the end of today's podcast. And I'm going to come to you again with more inspiring words and teachings. that will transform your life. Until we see again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.